Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous and our Magely Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 29, Cloak and Dagger. Welcome back, friends, to Occultist Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much to our uh, sponsors, our patrons who support us monetarily, hang out with us, and uh, pass us a little cash to keep going and being a little bit extra. Uh, thank you to Adele, Al, Alexander, Ang Falleth, Bernie, Buck, Chris, Clara, uh, Doctor Undead, Doggo Deloon, Emil, Funzushu Raleigh, George, happy birthday once again, Camo. Jack, yeah. James, Jenny, uh, jeweler of Ruby Gilded Cages. John, mm. Jacob, Jingleheimer, Schmidt. John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, CrazyMan1772, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Noba, Nata, forgot to change his name last week, Other Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Sears of the Porcelain Throne. Yes. Shane, Shexara, Terran, Thomas, Usuf, Sama, Vortex, and Zoltan. I think we have all been that seer at one point or another. Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, welcome back, friends. Glad you all are here, hanging out. Is the ministry called The Stool? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. That was bad if you should feel I bad. quit? No. <laughs> I did come not come on here for, to be assaulted in this way. It's uh, good, and you know it. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going to mention this, but please don't clip that. But hey, guys, if you're watching this and enjoying it on Twitch, feel free to clip funny moments or cool moments, but not that one. I'll delete it. Uh, right up. <laughs> I uh, won't. That's true. Um, it's okay, guys. Only I have... Well, actually, I got to go double check who does have editor access. Anyways, um, where were we? Oh, yes. We just dealt with a bunch of bandits. Of despair. They've been run off. Um... Sort of, maybe. I'm sure they're not. Well, their back. leader is still recovering they from. Promised to go be good. Yeah, yeah, they did make a promise. That's fair. Um, their leader is still recovering from aggravated damage. So. Yeah. Yep, he's got full track, or nearly so. Because remember, the last was it, bashing. Full, it went. Fully, it overflowed because he and dropped in the pit and went bag. unconscious. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Because it would. Petrichor healed him at least one. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so he's. Yeah, but still, that wound is going to stick with him. Um, so we got a couple weeks before he gets up to any shenanigans, I'm sure. But uh, let's see here. Sheriff Isabel had a chat with around town about there being guards. Well, yeah, they're guards. Guards for the town, not on the town. Um, Theo got her chores done and uh looked in on Veloja. Uh Cloak had a little chit chat with the refugees, the rescue rescuees, I think is a better term. Um mm -hmm. and figured out where their homes are and then figured out where their homes are in the Temenos, which took a little bit of an adventure. And yeah. Gisela went to work. <laughs> Uh, so we we're actually going to pick up with Gisela. But today we're going to find out what she was actually doing. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, because Gisela may have spent the morning going through and doing inventory and minding the shop when Anastasio bebopped out with his cup of coffee and then got ambushed by Sheriff Isabel. Um, but was there uh, anything that morning that you had planned to do? Obviously working, but there's stuff you can do in the shop while, you know, 
not under direct supervision of honestly anybody. I mean, honestly, the next thing she really wants to do is to dig deeper into like the whole fucked up fate her dad's got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's mostly a thing to do at home. Okay, gotcha. so cool. for here, yeah, she's probably just like doing her job because she still has that. Right. Well, doing your job is a little bit um, complicated when you have Egrock showing up. Uh, though I keep using her name like mm. that, but uh, when she actually yeah, her, shows up... It's her mortal name. Mortal name. Her I don't remember. Mugle name? Muggle name. Uh, yes. Give me a second here. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, because I definitely evaded her questions. Mm-hmm. And now you're in a single spot and you can't leave um over the year that she has been here this is definitely a known tactic um she will ambush you in your sleeper personas and where you are doing normal sleeper stuff to have conversations with you and obviously being a member of the mysterium she's very much about keeping the magic secret but she will definitely be asking pointed questions or trying to figure out what you were up to or uh as uh Katana uh, Valario walks in um, to the shop, um, shadowed closely by Benito, um, you know, to refresh everybody. Early and late 50s, um, lean, looking like a matched pair. And uh, while she had arrived in all black, um, she doesn't actually stick to that attire because that would be rough. Um, but she does definitely favor more somber um darker colors um very moros through and through in the um um stereotypical sense in terms of dress even when she's being uh katena katina i think I it was katina katina yeah I'm, I'm looking at the spelling here no 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 just yeah, i'm pretty sure you you said katina before when you were saying that that makes sense but yeah Wait, why am I not going to that? There we go. Classic DMing. Classic DMing. Mm. Created, created name so complicated even you cannot pronounce yeah. it. Or more specifically, fail to write some pronunciation guide that <laughs> right it could go a couple it. different ways. Yeah. But yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so she comes in uh, with Benito behind and uh, you know, this being the old style of shop, you know, doesn't go start picking this stuff out herself. That's what the shop well, the shop boy usually is for. Um, but in this case, uh, she comes over and sets down a very neatly penned list on on a, uh, well, not penned, but a chalked list on a little chalkboard. Uh, sets that down and says, yeah, uh, you can get this, uh, you know, at your convenience. And she steps back and just watches like a hawk. Um, and there, there's probably, you know, at this point, it's not like, dawn you know it's probably 10 ish or so but there's been people who've come in and out of the shop and she's just biding her time a because she knows you can't go anywhere and she is waiting until uh everybody has left and so it's just you and uh basically the last person leaves and Benito's a gentleman and comes over and opens the door for them and shuts the door and then he just stands at the door with his back to it um, just to block in case oh somebody opens the door oh oh excuse me sorry you know um, and has them he's and, like 
Why does this feel like an intervention? Well, yeah, a little bit of intervention, a <laughs> little bit of ambush, um, and it's very... I can drink as much as I want. Right. Uh, it's very clearly, like, rehearsed and practiced, and they, they've done this probably to Gisela a couple times. Uh, it's just like, yep, mm-hmm, this is where this... Okay, well, let me just start getting the stuff down. Um, and uh, once the once the shop is clear, she uh, she looks over and steps up to the... You know, the counter space or whatever. Actually, I guess it doesn't necessarily even need to be a counter, but uh, I feel like like I've seen this style of shop where you have just like walls and shelves, and then in the back, like behind the counters, we have all the cloths. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, I like that. So she steps up, and you know, her face shifts from the like good-natured and, like, curious, you know, historian and, you know, is trying to explore and understand people who come out to the frontier and and all of a sudden just it switches into, like, professor mode um, and she is about to quiz you. Um, mm-hmm. She says, so tell me about the bandits. There were a lot of them. Rilla and I found them initially when we were out. We went out hunting, legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a look, but she's, I mean, it, there, yes, no, yeah. I did, yeah. Um, and, yeah, we found a camp. We found people in the camp, got them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the storm that showed up? I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know who <laughs> did. <laughs> and it's definitely, that, that that's one of those questions of she knows who did, but she's, you know. See, I don't know if I would lie to her or just, like, not tell her. Just... <laughs> yeah, and, and to, to refresh all, everybody... She has never judged you guys on your actions. Mm. Um, they, she's made it very clear over the past year. She doesn't care what you all do. This is your territory. This is your place. She is here as a guest. But she definitely wants information about what's going on so she can stay aware. And also, if anything interesting shows up, she wants to be able to jump on it. And there's probably been a couple times where something weird has happened in town and you all may have like not noticed or not realized and all of a sudden she's over here like doing magic a shielding it away from the the sleepers but also investigating it herself um mm-hmm. and you all of a sudden you realize oh shit that was a thing fuck uh and she at that point she's you know a big vulture <laughs> like looming over it not letting you guys near it until she's done with it Hmm. Or and some of those situations, you know, she's she's cataloged it, figured out what it is, and then made it go away. Hey, yeah, well, to the question, just yes, and I'm not going to elaborate. Yeah, there's there's definitely a touche kind of look where she's like, okay, I'm in, you know, not going to press, okay. Um, Yes, the bandits. Mm-hmm. Um, we went back. We interrogated the leader. Did you happen to get his name? We have part of it. 
definite look of disappointment. I wasn't interrogating him. Hmm. Um, Who was? The others. <laughs> absolutely. I'm absolutely here for this. <laughs> she nods. She's like, yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Keep giving me the half truths. Because you know, if you ever lie to her, it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Okay. And they had been being bandits and in the course of banditry, kidnapping people and performing ritual sacrifices to their gods. <laughs> and I love being like, uh-huh, 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 uh, what? <laughs> um, ritual sacrifice to their gods. Their gods do not like intruders on these lands. So they were killing people who they saw as intruders. Hmm. He was very clear that they weren't doing this out of any sense of nobility. He was just taking what he can get for himself. That's... I have to appreciate that honesty. Were they... Uh, could, that, yeah. could you tell... Was was there um, any lingering effects that their magic had worked? That these rituals had worked? Yes, they were really magic. Um, life effects? Hmm. One of them got shot and then got back up and he healed. Hmm. That's kind of impressive. But these people were not like Jules. They were following the steps to do magic mm -hmm. without realizing it. Interesting. But they knew they were creating magic and they could see the effects. Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to word like that. We know we were, we were causing paradox mm -hmm. by doing magic in front of them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you, I mean, for, for out of character purposes, you explained that they were definitely sleepers and doing yeah. magic and not necessarily super on. Okay. Sleepers doing magic somehow that were not like sorcerers. Right. Sleepwalkers, like duels, right. Okay. She nods. She says, it's a very fine line there and a small fraction Interesting. We took their ritual implements in the hopes that that would prevent them from... Chris. <laughs> We're not giving them to her. Fair. I'm just trying no, to assure her that we um, have hopefully stopped the sacrifices. That's a fair point. Yeah. And so, yeah, and you can actually see, because I was about to say it, but uh, you bring this up, and she was mid about, like, Benito go get the horses to... Oh, interesting. Have you investigated, looked into these objects? We got back. Well, it's been like a week, right? No, it's been a day since you got back. Okay, then, yeah, we got back yesterday. No, we have not looked into what? them yet. Last night. 
Oh, eight hours ago. Yeah. But did, didn't this happen during the day? Hmm? Isn't this conversation happening? The next morning. This is the oh, next the morning. Ne- it was the next morning. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Cool. Yep. Hmm. I'm assuming at some point we will get together and study them, but we haven't had the time. So who has um, ownership of, <laughs> of these items? Someone else. I'm not sure where, who, where they got passed off to. I don't have them. Okay. Well, thank you, dear. Uh, Benito, and like, because I'm sure you've been having this conversation while looking at this chocolate, right? Grabbing all her stuff. And Benito comes over and picks up, you know, basket of things. And uh, and also the professor vibe is gone. And she's like, well, thank you. Have a wonderful Monday. <laughs> and off she goes, you know, pays her tap, obviously. Um, and just whoosh is out. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and generally speaking, that's most of how any of your interactions go. She comes in, asks a bunch of questions and then goes off to do her own investigation. Um, so and. Yeah, uh, actually kind of just to set the the tone for the rest of the group as well. Do most of you do kind of follow in that same um, vibe that, you know, Gisela does? I'm imagining Chris is like, I don't answer nothing. Yeah, okay, that's kind of what I thought. Uh, But what about for for Cloak and uh, Theo? Oh, she's definitely here as a spy. (laughs) Right. So we know that. Right. I'm just not going to lie to her. Right. And that's how much information do you divulge and... uh, give uh give for theo i think it would be more transactional mm-hmm. i'm if not she answering gives information question. yeah we'll trade information but mm-hmm. i'm not volunteering anything gotcha cloak uh since they came has softened a little obviously and his appreciation for them as people but his stance has been just as blunt and aggressive so whenever she asks questions about mysteries they're investigating he'll respond like why do you want to know and what exactly do you want to know and if she asks a question he'll say I'm not going to tell you that I know but I'm not going to tell you or this is the reason don't ask me any more questions about that gotcha so we'll give some answers but it's usually terse quiet and yeah. withholding the majority of the actual information with with a few exceptions mm-hmm. uh, he has been consistent in acting upon what he said when they first came which is if they approach him and the others from a pers- from a position of respect and humility and they request assistance mm-hmm. request something and make it clear that they'd be willing to compensate, mm-hmm. at least in goodwill and trust, then he's completely open. Gotcha. But the standard mage approach of, oh, I want to know what you got. Can you tell me? Mm-hmm. He's He is um, a stone wall. Gotcha. But if they come and they say, I'm really curious about this, and I'm sorry how I've treated you before, he's like, okay, what would you like to know? Gotcha. Okay. So It's we, really binary and for, for him. And for Isabel, it's like, Without, because Isabel doesn't have any ways, no prime or no death or whatever, to know like how advanced their arcana is, mm-hmm. um, and and hasn't interacted with them enough to know what they can do. Mm-hmm. So, 
anytime they've come to Isabel, like they get rebuffed really quick, mm. but just the the imagined difference in, in study mm-hmm. level for Isabel means that like the fact that she's interested in something means it's something worth studying. Right. And it's, it's because it's novel enough for her to still care. Right. So and definitely, to, we don't want to give it away. Right. To to put the thyrsus vibe on it, when you see one dog going after it, all the other right. dog. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. And and of course, if it's a thing you have, you're not giving it up because right. you're going to wring everything you can of it, and then you can have it. Okay. I dig it. I like these various levels, which also definitely was the reason why she went and talked to Gisela, because <laughs> Gisela, Gisela's a little bit of softy. Though still yeah, giving I mean, half answers and it's it's yeah. more that I'm going to tell her what I think will satisfy her. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want her calling the orders back because right. we're getting into shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and they've or, been they've been very clear. Yeah. This is this is your guys's territory. This is your land. They're not going to show up unless you call for help. Um, if they find out shit is happening, they'll let you know. And if you need help, then it's a transaction. And it's like, hey, you know, it's back and forth. But for now, she's here. Uh, and multiple times she has and is probably gotten um, on Cloak's good side because she's more than happy to be like, no, I can come as a, as a guest and ask, you know, with deference and ask for stuff. Um but when she doesn't need to, she doesn't. Um, so, okay, cool. I like that. Um, which does bring up who does have the knight and cloak. That's what I thought. Yeah, I legitimately didn't know that. Right. So. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it had been because she's the one who picked it up and had no reason to set it down or pass it off. So, yeah, cloak was going to come get it from her or get yeah. um, the information he needs about it from her. Right. Um, but not. He doesn't need the physical objects. So in order right. to investigate it the way he wants, he just needs some information from it. Whereas the physical objects and the things that live within them are more interesting to his. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> they, they have an uh, obvious unspoken understanding about that. So. <laughs> I, I appreciate we have this like, yep. Petrocore got the, the physical side of things and uh, Legba got the, uh, the, the, astral side of things in the divorce uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool um, uh, Jules does swing by uh, the shop because A he works there uh, but B also to just kind of check in and, and you know touch his base and make sure oh yeah you're good fine alright terrific um, and uh, goes through and more or less ends up relieving you sometime around lunch so if there's anything else you wouldn't do now that you're free uh, notably, Rilla starts teaching at uh, shortly after lunch. We determined, right? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably deliver the children to school. That's true. And um, I mean, I'm not gonna hang around. She's teaching. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to study that weird knife, but uh, Isabel's doing stuff today, right? She's not around. Yeah, Isabel was back and forth. Um, I'm trying to remember about what time of day did we leave? Because I know 
Theo ended uh, that night with Valosia and hmm. Cloak was busy basically through the evening um, between meeting up with the, the rescuees and then going into the Temenos. The last I don't thing I covered anything with Isabel much later than, you know, late afternoon at, at, mm-hmm. at worst. Right, at the at Enright's uh, house. Right. Okay, yeah, so you guys could probably meet up um, late afternoon, sometime after lunch, sure. basically. Yeah, for that, I would probably just go to the tavern mm-hmm. and look for her because it seems where to find you. More or less. Either working there or have her office there, essentially. I mean, it's where you live, right? Right. Oh, that's true, yeah. Even if she wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, we can set this scene wherever. Yeah. I mean, if, if the goal is for us to take a look at it, because that's also something I wanted to do tonight. Yeah, I want to. We could just be in Isabel's yep. room. Especially now that, like... Agrok is gonna want is gonna want to study these, and I want to study mm-hmm. them first. Dibs. Yep. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So picking up in in the bedroom <laughs> there, um, and you guys are trying to remind me kind of what they look like. Um, the dagger is brass or bronze. One of the two. Bronze. I'm pretty sure. Um, blade, and it's it's very. It looks in every way like a classic Aztec ritual thing that you would imagine. You know, it's a little bit longer, a little bit sinuous. It is definitely like a carve somebody open kind of knife. Um, And it does have a few. uh, There's got to be a better term than hieroglyphs because hieroglyphs kind of points towards Egypt, but it definitely has some of the uh, Mayan or Aztec. You're not sure. Actually, do you be aware that there's a difference? But we probably, yeah, no. Right. Um, pictographs. May Thank I you, substitute Nocto. that it was most likely obsidian? Mm-hmm. The blade itself is obsidian, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and uh, then the uh, cloak robe thing, it's very like open, um, but doesn't have a hood. So kind of somewhere in between. Um, red. I'm pretty sure with because yeah because it was definitely red because we did the Inquisition thing and then stitched with all sorts of uh, further not Mayan picti- uh, pictographs pictographs um, mm-hmm. and more I'm trying to think more occult symbolism uh, something that would be a little bit more recent just um, yeah, like clearly a different. These two didn't. They were go not together. together. Right. Yeah. Uh, did we get to sleep? Yes. Mm-hmm. You get one willpower back when you sleep. Mm-hmm. If you're mortal. Yeah. So this would be okay. Aztec. I scoured strength to get through mana and took my to single power. willpower. Okay. What was that, Chris? I said the name of the dagger is a Tecpotla. Oh. Perfect. You want to copy and paste that somewhere where I can <laughs> remember it? Uh, but yes. But yeah, basically, I want to scrutinize these 
with both Prime and Fate. Okay. Uh, we'll definitely well, do actually one or the other. I'm going to look at them with Just... time, too. <laughs> like. Awesome. Oop. There it is. TL in, like, Aztec pronunciation would be, like, a T-L-U-H sort of rendering. So it's like, tla. Um, yeah, so, uh, going back to Ash, uh, you gotta pick which Arcana you're starting with, um, and then, uh, we can definitely proceed from there. I do believe is going to be a, um, mana to do focused. Where's my trait? There it is. Willpower. It's willpower. Thank you. You can spend mana for... Successes. That's right. Yep. Additional uh, successes on the potency. Do, 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 do. All right. So is that like, so basically I can only do, do it once. Um, using the two different, the multiple arcanas, I'm totally okay with you um, looking at it in multiple angles effectively, but each of them are going to have different opacities because you know, studying studying a chasm with math will give you certain things. Studying a chasm with geography, uh, not geography, geology is going to give you very different stuff. Yeah, it's just that I only have one willpower to spend. Mm-hmm. So I can only pick one track, right? Mm-hmm. For and, now. For um, now. I'm really interested in M Prime. Yeah. I'm more likely to succeed with fate. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to go um, with that because I am still exhausted and don't really have it in me to break into this really hard. Sure. Okay. Uh, and then Chris, you said you're also going to start doing some scrutiny take or a look with some spirit and just see if there's something living in them. Okay. So just starting with active mage site first. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah, we can definitely do this at the same time. Um, so for Ash, go ahead and roll your uh, Gnosis plus Fate. Um, no negatives. I got to remember that the opacity on this is three. So yeah, you'll have to get six total successes. Three, then two, then oh. one. Also, remember, if you have a path tool that focuses on seeing, that you can count it as an equipment bonus. Yep, which... Your hagstone your definitely counts. Yeah, so is that just like a plus one? Mm-hmm. Or what? It's okay. a plus one. So I can just add, roll one more and see if that's yes, a success? Yes, please. Okay. Um, the other thing, uh, and I wish I'd mentioned this before you rolled, but eh, um, it, you can spend, as Chris mentioned, mana to get additional um, successes if you roll a success. So you're kind of betting. So you can say like, oh, I'm going to put two mana into this. And then that would give you two additional successes with with, with your two would count for that first three. Um, I don't know if you had planned to do that. Um, and at this point, I'm kind of okay hand waving. Whoops, I didn't realize and throw some more mana at it if you wish. So yeah, that would just be one mana would add one. Mm-hmm. Which would get mm-hmm. your three. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and as you kind of bend your sight towards this and, and start focusing in on fate-laden symbolism that come off of it, 
you don't get um, a ton of immediate information uh, beyond let's see here. Uh, some of the surface information, the primary one being that um, it is a old mystery, a century or more old, and then mm -hmm. uh, the fact that it is not tied to awakened magic. To get more, you'll have to get more successes, which um, kind of going with our vibe of can't throw a ton of dice at it. Probably going to have to wait until tomorrow. Um, Petricor uses Spirit Sight to actually look at this thing mm -hmm. and immediately you can see the well it wouldn't be slumbering but a spirit of yeah sacrifice that Let's just say blood but yeah, yeah blood actually yeah that's true because yeah sacrifice would be more Goetia but yes uh, blood or yeah, blood. Um, and I'm trying to imagine what it would look like. I was about to lean into some like Nosferatu vampire vibes, but I think it's just more of like a leech. Oh, actually, I dig that. Yeah, um, like a slightly. I mean, it could be as much as like a hmm? puddle that dangles off the blade. Yeah. Hey, you're the spirit mage. That sounds good. Um, yeah, and it's just like continually dripping off of the blade to a puddle mm -hmm. and just never seems to end. And you have a sense of... Uh, well, actually, no, just turning on your mage site, they don't see you. Is the You have to spend the mana and interact, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but it is definitely aware, you know, that... And yeah, it, but yeah, it's definitely there. It is definitely not a moat and is definitely aware and uh, with your mage sight on now, um, our, our good friend Ganem, thank you, um, is like up on top of your head <laughs> as far from the uh, the dagger as it can be. Um, and it's just like, there's a whole lot of nope in its uh, body language that you've started to learn, right? But yeah, it is definitely you know, nasty. Um, and handling it, imagining you being the one with spirit or one more likely to be handling it, it's got some some metaphysical weight to it. And seeing it with the uh, with the spirit attached, it, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind using Focus Mage Sight as well. Okay. Um, what is my opacity for spirit? For spirit? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, studying the dagger, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like through the lens of this, this has created this spirit. Right. What is, what is the mystery here? How has this sort of happened? Because this is more than just a knife that has stabbed people. Right. Hmm. Mm, actually, I do. Yeah, um, it's it's going to be spirit two. Uh, sorry, not spirit two. Opacity mm -hmm. of two. Okay. I realize this might be the first time you have seen a thing. 
I'm gonna spend. Can mana push it into an exceptional success? Um, I don't no? think technically, but I'm also kind of on board with it because it means that you're going way over. Yeah, I, I don't just see do? any reason why it yeah. wouldn't. Oh yeah, actually yeah. that's true. Gonna, it's still. I'm gonna spend. It's still successes. Mm -hmm. Well, I can spend two, right? Because uh, per turn, gnosis derived. Yeah, yeah. You're at gnosis too. Um, yeah, and uh, I think I'm like holding it over a bowl of water that I've sat out. To, oh yeah, you just to wash your face and, yeah. and reflect. Yeah, I like that. View it from top and bottom. Uh -huh. Well. <laughs> Uh, so cleared the first. At least you broke through this. We, we tried. Yeah. Uh, definitely cleared the first layer. Um, the initial mystery that you get is the well, a it's you know a couple centuries old. Right. The there's no awakened magic. The other thing I will give you is that the spirit is intrinsically attached to the dagger. Um, a little bit more so than like Ganem is tied uh, tied to your flute. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit closer than that, which I'm realizing now for, um, and I tell Chris this now, but the spirit is fettered. Oh, I know what it is now. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. yeah. I thought it was going to be a fetish, but yeah. Oh, that's true. Hmm. No, no, I think it's just fettered. Um, but yeah, uh, but I think for Petrichor, it's not quite sure what that is because she's probably not come mm -hmm. across any spirit fettered mm -hmm. into an object, so. Um, but yeah, that'll be, hmm, capacity two. Maybe think we'll, we'll I'll, I'll write down a note here, but I think we'll set mm -hmm. the opacity as the thing that slows things down. So four is like mm -hmm. stuff that may take weeks before between right. investigations, three being something that's days and then uh, opacity to something like hours. Yeah, seems fine. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's that's that being the interesting thing. Um, Sibel would would relay that and like, hey, it's uh, there's a spirit attached to it. You know those ephemeral entities that you really don't like. Guess what? I don't understand what that means like it's stuck in it maybe <laughs> well well used and well loved especially items will tend to develop spirits i mean everything yes. has one but so but this is not It's not a separate entity. It is like they're tied together, attached somehow, like metaphysically. It doesn't. Isabel doesn't know the word metaphysically, but there, but it is put there. I mean, it belongs there so much that it's even more attached. It's kind of like the daemon of the dagger. So it can't move. No, I do not believe so. The others come from a thing, but can move. Mm -hmm. They'll generally stay close because it's a source of sustenance. 
Do you know if it's... If it came from the dagger? Not without further study. I just found that this was very, very old. <laughs> and old is not awakened. And not awakened, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not our magic. Yeah, uh, I, if, if anything, Salazar wasn't lying to us. Uh, can I look at the robe just with prime sight? Mm-hmm. But that's going to be another uh, willpower. Let's just scrutinize it. I just want to look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, put on my prime sight and see it. Sure. Uh, to one mana. Uh, uh, but looking at it, it... Well, there's no awakened spells on it, because that's the thing that prime picks up. But it appears to be a pretty exceptional yantra of some form. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Sounds so fine. That is Do you... Can I just do like an occult roll? Mm-hmm. An int and occult roll to try to see if I can parse out what the symbols are? Yeah, that's cool. All right. Two successes. So yeah, there's uh, five down each side. Um, symbols that you don't recognize, but seem vaguely familiar. Like you've seen, um, you've seen the language before. Um, once with the two successes, you kind of realize these seem similar to high speech. Some of the like high speech runes that you have seen, um, and weirdly there is. Uh, like looking over the thing, you know, giving a pretty like detailed investigation. Um, there appears to be another rune that was on the back, you know, kind of back here, but was picked out. Like the thread. Mm. Mm. Or embroidered. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, they removed it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe. Restoration. Yeah, cloak should look at the cloak. Why not? He's better at um, high speech. But like, if it was high speech, I would know, right? Um, not necessarily. Well, I mean, you can recognize that they're super. Um, yeah, I will give you so far as to recognize that they're supernal symbols. But not having uh, high speech fluency, it's like, this is a word, but without context, not understand what it is. Okay, so I know that someone who could read high speech could maybe know what it says. Yep. Okay. I was trying to figure out if it was like a related language that wasn't. Yeah, I definitely want to have Cloak read it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he would be fascinated. 
Uh, anything else you guys do while you're chit-chatting? I'm, I'm sure you probably inform Isabel that uh, Egg Rock is going to be coming for these. Uh, she, um, she also was highly curious about the storm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let her be curious. <laughs> if at this point she doesn't know who made the storm. I haven't told her, but she probably knows. Good. That's one less question she'll have to ask me then. And again, all of this would be solved if they just came with hands open. You are not as good at this. You are not as well trained. You're new to this. Here is information that you need to know to help you be better mages. But no. I am curious if there is some sort of history here with this cloak that we don't have the um, just general knowledge of. It does seem that it has been defaced. And I will clarify just for cosmetic and it like it was defaced. Sorry, air quotes uh, defaced, but it was very clearly done carefully. Hmm. Like they weren't just like scratching it out. They just removed it like with a seam ripper and mm-hmm. removed right. these threads. Yep. So I want to know why. <laughs> what did that rune mean? Mm-hmm. And why might they have wanted it taken off? So if Cloak can read it and tell me why, that's good. If not, I'm like, I don't... I don't want to give her anything. Mm-hmm. But she might be able to help us. Cool. So you guys wrap up there. Um mm-hmm trying to see i imagine rula probably checks in on gizla and uh the, well actually probably both of you because you'll be at the tavern uh, mm-hmm. and you know says don't worry you guys enjoy your meal kind of thing i'm going to go get everything i need to know out of theo uh <laughs> because like oh yeah it's real real hard to get that detail out of theo um but it's also a chance if you guys need to let her know about anything um Otherwise, I see us moving on to the, the next day. Quick conversation with Rilla. Oh, yeah. Uh, As we're exchanging. Mm-hmm. So, uh, at pause of the conversation, uh, Theo looks and You guys, uh, when you were with the professor, you guys studied the sky a lot, right? So you guys know a lot about celestial movements and things like that? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I-, I need an eclipse. <laughs> I, I and no like she pantomimes, to... like pulling out of her <laughs> pockets. You know, yeah, she... I have no idea how to figure all that out. Do you? Can I need to know when and where? Um, it's uh, it, it's definitely doable. Um, if uh, I had uh, Mortimer's, because like, and she makes a, a a point of calling him Mortimer now instead of Mister mm. Bethune. Um, and um, but if I had Mortimer's records or something like that, or um, there's. Uh, university nearby, somebody who's got, you know, a big set of 
calculations for that. Um, you know, I could tell you when when one is or will will be or yeah. Okay, I have some ideas around that. I can probably figure that out. Okay. Thanks. Hang on, hang on. It like chases you down a step. It's like, why, why do we need an eclipse? I feel like that's a thing I can do. Figure out. Like, I'm, try, I'm trying to find happen. it, like yes. if it's a boon or something, because there is one that calls out eclipses. Miracle. No. Yeah. And, and there may be one that yeah uh, does something. Yeah, but yeah, feel free to look through. Uh, you can. But uh, yeah. Because real is like, why, why do we need an eclipse? Or why do you need an eclipse? Um, there's a mystery that I need to unlock and I need an eclipse to unlock it. And like, she, she kind of gives you a look and clearly saying just there's a mystery. Like, you're obviously not trying to, you're not divulging. Um, and she straight up gives you the the Frodo, okay, fine, keep your secrets. Um, and Don's like, okay. Well. And Thea looks relieved when she does that. Because yeah. well, if she was oppressed, she would have dumped. But, yeah. Right. When, and she mentions, she's like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll see if I can figure something out. And, and uh, if you if you need help, um, let me know. And I'll, I'll think if I can make one. I mean, I can do clouds a little bit. But I mean, we just go to Petrichor for that. But yeah, now you have me thinking. <laughs> she like, <laughs> she's like, oh crap! Now I got to. Is this a thing I can do? But do you remember when you, when we, when you first awoke? Yes. We gotta <laughs> talk about some very firm boundaries. Yes. So this kind of touches on that. Okay. And like, there's a, a clear, like, social step back. Um, and she's like, okay, well, if you need my assistance, I'm more than happy to um, at your request and within your boundaries. Especially, you know, af after a year now of living together, she dotes on that, on Valosia. You know, she's the mm -hmm. big sister and stuff like that. Uh, but it's very clearly like, there is this boundary and since a year ago she hasn't come anywhere near it um you know and now it's kind of like yeah she probably has the same boundary for herself because it's a it's an investigation and she doesn't necessarily want to get drawn into something you know you don't study your family <laughs> who would do, who would do that half meanwhile half the, half the witches of purgatory bluff go um Okay, cool. Sounds like a good source of beats. <laughs> yep. All right. Listen, I got good reasons. Yep, absolutely. Uh, they all say that. <laughs> all right. The path to Gnosis 8 is paved with good intentions. Uh, cool. So that... <laughs> Likewise for Wisdom 1. <laughs> uh, so cool. uh, so that we'll bumps see us... about that. Yeah. Uh, so that bumps us out to Tuesday. Um, willpower for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, is there any way to get back more than one at a time? Um, this is where you lean into your virtue, yes, virtue, virtue or vice. You can do it twice a chapter, twice a session. Mm -hmm. You can, if you are playing into your virtue. Mm -hmm. It's hard to play into my virtue when I only have one willpower to play with. 
Well, lean into your vice. What is your vice anyways? Yep. Get one per scene. Pessimistic. That's pretty easy to get, to be honest. Because <laughs> remember, vice is something, because uh, virtue, you have to like put yourself out there. Vice is just when you lean on it because it's a crutch. And, you know, it's just to make you feel better. So. Also, you get willpower from exceptional successes in spellcasting. Oh, so. That's one of the big draws of a praxis. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So Tuesday, willpower. And um, I know. Actually, when were you doing that this morning, Ralph? Dawn. At dawn? OK, cool. Yeah, at dawn. So um, it's a threshold. It's a crossroads for the day. A lot of symbolism involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, turning from night into day and night and day into night. I'm trying to remember. Did, because you just said, oh, yeah, there's a crossroads outside of town. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, you will find it. Yep. Yeah. And I I have imagined it is probably the road that it's probably outside beyond the ward. Um, yeah. And it's 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 a little bit of a trek because it's where the path down from Fort Leon um, and diverges. And you have people heading south towards Purgatory Bluff, but also people continue out west for um for well more frontier um and so yeah it's it's a bit of a trek um and i would imagine you get up go to bed early and then get up earlier to get out there ahead of time um because cloak doesn't cheat with spells nope <laughs> uh, okay cool there's a consequence uh, so yeah, bright, bright and early, dragging. Um, question: What do you tell for? Because you're not going to be there for your uh, start of your shift. Uh, do you let people know ahead of time? Or are you just gone? Yeah, so we didn't have an opportunity to handle that uh, last session. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would have done that the night prior, mm-hmm. and-, and he would have. Um, at that point, said, you know, everyone knows how to meditate on their own. Mm-hmm. So he would have said, um, he, he's just not going to be there that day because he needs, um, oh, no, he, what he'd say is uh, he, need to, he needs to be present while Legba helps people get where they need to be. Cool. All right. Yeah. And so very, very upfront with, with the cult, uh, well, with the Maroons in general, that, hey, mm-hmm. not going to be there. You guys got this. And yeah. I'll be back when I'm back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Uh, I don't see any reason to play out the travel monologue of So You Walk. Cool. Uh, but uh, is there any uh, preparation you do at the crossroads? Because I imagine you beat the miners there because obviously you got to. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any kind of preparation yes. you do at the site? And Because this is the same crossroads that you would use any other time. Okay. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, there is some preparation. So he has brought with him five links of one of the chains that was in the, the things that secured them at the camp. Sure. There weren't necessarily any chains, but sure, there were now. Oh, there weren't? Okay. Yeah, because well, they were just let's, in a cage. Let's, Okay, sounds good. Then then they're just chains. Um, they're links from his chain. Sure. 
and uh, because it's hard to, he doesn't have the matter spells to remove them, and he doesn't have the time to forge them again. He's used some precise space magic to separate the links. I mean, so that, uh, break boundary with the lot. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Yep. So that ding ding ding. So that they're all separated. That there are five of them. Okay. And um, one thing I've been thinking about for the week, I don't know if he'd really want to do this, but he could hmm, imprint his Nimbus on those links. Well, if it's it from th- his chain, I mean, he's got a pretty yeah. good connection to them. Okay, great. And Perfect. he's already, and technically you cast a spell on them, so they have the Nimbus for a little while anyways. Okay, gotcha. Just it lingering might be useful. Mm-hmm. For something he's thinking of mm-hmm. later. I'm trying to remember, is that uh is it just a mana? I think it costs mana to do that. Um, see all it takes, guys, is you mentioned that you know Nimbus doesn't get used a lot, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, hang on. We're using Nimbus all the time. Um Yeah, yeah one mana. It's on page ninety. Mm-hmm. Uh so one uh one bonus die per week. Mm-hmm. So much slower. Okay, cool. Yeah. And will you spend and, a willpower uh, if, point to turn that in weeks into months? Yes. Okay, cool. And I'm fine Good. because in my head, just because Cloak yeah. is a smart person, goes, I'm going to do this first, then I'm going to separate them. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. I like that. So, um, and as you are probably assuming... This is going to aid Cloak in making sure that they're okay. So, cool. All right, great. So, yeah, that's his preparation. Cool. Five links from his own chain imprinted with his, his signature Nimbus to linger for at least four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, when uh, the miners show up, uh, mm-hmm. well, the miners, too, uh, Leo Watts and Cameron Hawkins... Uh, Two of the guys who, coincidentally, uh, you definitely picked up, and we talked about it before. You know, there's some folks who believe in cloak, and then there's some folks who don't. And you know, they, mm. they basically seem to be representing those two kind of factions within the miners. Yeah. Um, and they are walking with the uh, our good five friends who are you know <laughs> looking bedraggled and clearly did not go to bed early at all. Because they're like, what? No. And it's like, they were woken up early enough to get up out. And they're like, this is so dumb. And very, very clearly, like, not in on this. And they're not they're not for this. But the the two of the the two of the miners are definitely here because, you know, Leo is like, oh, yeah, this is definitely going to work. This is going to be great. Um, And, you know, Cameron is like, this is going to fail. And they're you know, (laughs) left and right side of this, you know. uh, This is perfect. And so they show up and Legba is there in in character, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And like they, they see you at a distance and there's this like the seven of them stop. Because here's here's a random black man standing in the road, or actually probably just off the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they stop, look around, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, shit, there is something going on here. So like, there's 
not a jog, but all of a sudden there's a little bit more purpose in their steps instead of this is going to be useless jog out to nowhere and then back. And so they, mm-hmm. you know, start walking a little bit faster and get over and there's a little bit of elbowing and pointing and some stuff like that. And, you know, get close enough that you can start to make out the words of conversation and they they switch and Leo kind of puts his hand up and hello. I'm going close. Yes. You can call me Legba. And, you know, very clearly, like, as he's closing the distance, is recognizing, oh, this is not Ungun Cloak. Uh, different stance, different, you know, a little bit different build. Um, have you gotten a cane yet? I have gotten a cane. Okay. He hasn't gotten a tail coat or a top hat yet. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, uh, if you need clothing done, I know someone. Yeah. <laughs> very true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, the five of them kind of walk. F- oh, well, yeah, the the five of them are kind of ushered forward with you know Leo and and Cameron kind of following behind and you know Leo calling over and I brought them. Good. And like Leo drops back a little bit, like respectfully, like giving mm-hmm. giving space and like reaches out and, and like pulls on Cameron Hawkins and slow him down. No, 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 no. We're, we're just. You know, and very clearly giving space. We're just audience members. We're not participating. Kind of, kind of attitude. At this point, yeah, the, uh, the five of the, the five of the guys, you know, are like, okay, something is actually happening here. And there's, there's a the the back and forth of, are we on a, is this is a game show. Is there hidden cameras? Mm. They've got that kind of vibe, but they're also <laughs> like, this is kind of weird. There is this. You know, for for lack of a better term, th- th- there is a magical black man here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Legba then says, in uh, a more inviting tone than Cloakwood, right? And he says, "You are all up early and asked to come here at the turn of day." Because it marks a threshold. You are here at a crossroads because it marks a threshold. You were once in trying circumstances and you are now no longer. And you have an opportunity to return home and live your lives differently than you would have if you had not been thus delivered. Some like slow nods and going, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please turn west to greet the sun as it rises. And like, there's a definite moment of which was, oh yeah, yeah, the sun, yeah, okay. Wait. East. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's okay. I know what you meant. <laughs> ah, I thought Cloak ah, was up to some fucking shit, yeah, I you know? Turn west to look at the sun. <laughs> That's some fake no, shit. No, no, no. That would be some funny shit. Um, or space, right? Yeah. <laughs> Direction. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. Uh, please turn east to face uh, the rising sun. No, I have an REM song going through my head. Just oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
And then uh, he comes around in front of them and he says, I have something for you. For you to remember your time here. For you to remember your connection to this place and your connection to each other. And for you to believe that what you are about to see is real. I think in terms of crossroads, thresholds, and chains. We live lives that are full of experiences. And even if we've left them in the past, they linger on in their consequences on who we are. And so we all have choices about what kind of person we're going to be and how we're going to influence the people we know when we meet them and whether or not we give them an opportunity to learn from what we have to teach. So he places in each of their hands a link. Right, which immediately they're, they're looking at, like... And it's because it's very weird to see a solid whole link without the rest of a chain and very curious, like... Yeah. And they're thinking... What smith <laughs> took the time yeah. to make individual <laughs> yeah. links by themselves? Uh, exactly. Right. <laughs> What's the point of this? <laughs> Although that is a single link, a single physical link in a chain, it is connected to your own chain. It is connected to my chain. It is connected, and emotions to the other miners, to their chain. And it will forever be connected to Purgatory Bluff. Keep this place in your minds and your hearts as you return to where you want to be. And as you forge new links in your chain for the future, think of your opportunities to pay it forward, to help others get where they need to be. Watch, like, Frisco take take his, you know, link and puts it in, puts it in, you know, the coat pocket and like, yeah, yeah, no, I got this. Um, the others are kind of like, okay, and then, you know, hang, hang on into their hand or it slips into, you know, a uh, pants pocket. Um, they're, they're all, like, not nervous, but now at this point they're like, hang on, mm-hmm. they, you know, this, 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 this keeps going. This, like, where, you know, where, where's the prank? Where's the, we gotcha but they're starting to be like, okay, this stuff, something's really happening. So then uh, he says, I will return you home from west to east. He turns to Francisco and says, you will be the first to step from here to there. Are you ready? Yeah. You may ask me any questions you have. Nah, let, if you can do this, I'm on board. Let's do this. All right. And so then he says, What you are about to see will not be something you see again. However, know this. If you are ever in need, think of this place. Dream of this place. Dream of Legba. And you may find your way back here. Yeah, there's some definite like, yo, okay, that sounds great. They're like, 
Do I really want to think about coming back to Purgatory Bluff? But. So then uh, they see... Actually, he doesn't need to close his eyes. They see a portal open to San Francisco. Yeah, which definitely causes some... Well, what the fuck is that? Because, uh, of course, it's opening to San Francisco, which, hey, if it's just now dawn in you know Colorado, it's dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, especially because I imagine they, they'd walked up, you know, abreast of each other, and they all turned mm-hmm. to their single file, yeah. and there's, like, the, the heads peeking around each other and going... What and especially no weird glowy stuff around. It's just a space, uh, which I did yeah. mean to ask. We talked before about it being a space. Is it round? Is it square? Is it? It's a threshold. Mm-hmm. Does it have so almost a had... door shape? Is he, a rectangle? Yeah, it looks like a like a, like an arch. Oh, okay. More so than a door. Like um something you'd hew from stone. Right. Just to mark mark a, a point of passage, mm-hmm. as opposed to create a boundary, right. as opposed to literally. A door. And, uh, okay. Yes, exactly. And and uh, it creates it right in the middle of the crossroads, mm-hmm. right at the intersection. Right. And so yeah, there's 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 a whole lot of holy shit and what the fuck and stuff like that because it's a dark space in front of them. And <clears throat> Frisco kind of looks looks over his shoulders and says. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, guys, but fuck you all. I'm going home. And like, and it's a very tentative, like walk forward. And because since they're facing the sun and mm-hmm. there's no sun coming into San Francisco from this lit doorway and they kind yeah. of, he steps in and kind of pokes his head through and then kind of steps in. And I imagine this is, you know, some, Actually, it's probably smack dab in the middle of San Francisco. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, of course, nobody else is up. And there's a little bit of the town sounds, a little bit, but it's still a small town and it's super early. And it steps through and kind of looks around and kind of shivers because there's a little bit of that cool air. And I'm, I'm home. Kind of looks at you and, like, you can see, like, tears in his eyes a little bit. And he's like, Oh, holy shit. Uh, and like starts stepping away from the uh, from the doorway. He's not about to get yanked back or something like that. And just kind mm-hmm. of kind of waves. And then just like he's gone. He's he's running home to mom kind of, you know. Yeah. Oof. Runs off. All right. And like the nods satisfyingly and then looks at the others. Yeah. Who are now like. Yeah, let yeah, let me go. Let, let's go. <laughs> um, behind them, Leo Watts is looking. <laughs> yeah, looking like, I just won a lot of money. Yeah, very likely there was a bet. Now, of course, the best part is like he saw it. Hawkins is going to deny it to his dying day. Yep. Um, totally, and the rescuees are just—they just left. Like, there's, mm-hmm, yeah. they're gone. But uh, yeah, and so you proceed through and like by by the end, um, you have the the last man dropping off in New York City um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, where sun has definitely been up and like there are people who look in, you know, just because 
I imagine it being New York City. And it's a yeah. it's a threshold on top of a threshold. So it's some alley, some some street, and he just steps out and like people are looking and they see this. And there's definitely a whole lot of like you know, gawking. And so what is that? And then, you know, whoop, bye. As you know, it's basically Legba and uh, the two miners who, you know, at this point Leo and, and Cameron, you know, kind of step up and, you know, they're they're looking around because like, well shit, this is kinda cool. It's like, hey, that's New York City. And like you watch as like Cameron and Leo both have a moment where they're like, that's that's New York City. Like ch- checks his pockets and it's like, mm, maybe, maybe not. But it's like and but Leo goes ahead and like looks over to you and says, can can I walk through for a second? You have one second. Oh, that's true, actually, because they're open just so short. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he like he doesn't even step all the way through. He just steps through, taps his foot on like cobblestone and then like steps back mm-hmm. and, zoop, and it's gone again. Wow. And like, hey, Cameron is like, I've seen this thing. I refuse to believe it, but I definitely have seen the thing. And he's he's wrapping his head around it. And um, like Leo stumbles and, and tries to find like the proper way to like bow out and leave because you know, you've done the thing you, you know, Legbo was going to do. And so mm-hmm. like there's this half like bow thing and then like yeah. grabs Cameron and thank you sir and <laughs> like moves off um, actually yeah he probably says thank you sir um, Be- before he leaves he says Leo if New York is where you're supposed to be or elsewhere than Purgatory Bluff you'll find that out soon and if I have the chance to help you get to where you need to be it would be my honor. Oh, no, I love Purgatory Bluff. I'm never leaving. All sorts of shit happens here. <laughs> <laughs> now, once the mine runs out. Uh, but yeah. And so they they, they head back um, without needing to know. I imagine that um, Legba can feel the sympathetic connections. You know, just that little, yeah, they're out there. Tied to your, tied to your nimbus. Fantastic, and and that was an experiment for him as well. Mm-hmm. This is the first time he's intentionally sent uh, his nimbus to very di- distant places mm-hmm. to explore how connection feels in that regard. Right. So this is definitely leaning into him going to learn more about space and about magic itself, mm-hmm. or about the nimbus, you know. and maybe a few other things. Yeah, that's right. Because he just scattered fishing hooks across the world, right? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> just tossing your nimbus out there. And notably, San Francisco and some of those other places, probably probably no stories going around. New York, whole bunch of people saw a floating hole in the in the and that's got a signature nimbus left behind by that uh legacy attainment. Um mm-hmm. it, it may not make breaking points and it may not cause um Dissonance. Actually, does it cause? It doesn't cause quiescence. It right. doesn't cause any of that. Yep. It's so free from the lie. It. They will definitely remember. Everybody yes. who saw that doorway open, everybody's mm-hmm. going to remember it. They're going to be talking about it in New York City. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
and that is where the subway began um not that subway the other subway for those of you who made it to episode 160 of the rookery uh, mm-hmm. or 159 whenever we talked about it but yep um heck yeah cool um and that's actually he also hopes he also hopes for that right so yeah because because Legba wants to create connections to other places and other people and other mages. So, exactly. Uh, no, not the sandwich company. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, that's uh, that's seven thirty for us. Well, seven thirty for me. Mm-hmm. What other times for other people? Uh, that's our halfway point. There you go. Happy. Uh, so Twitch folks, uh, that's coffee time. It is coffee time. Uh, so Twitch folks will be back in five or ten minutes. Get up, walk around, stretch your legs. YouTube guys will be back in a blink. All right. So we arrive uh, Tuesday at a reasonable time of the morning as Legba returns from the crossroads. Um, again, probably walking back. Mm hmm. Yes. Does Legba, um, well, at this point now, Ungan Cloak take over and return back to the mine to be the the foreman? Or is it like, I'm taking the morning off? He's taking the morning off. He needs to talk to the other members of the coven. Cool. And he no also problem. needs to um, get some information about the the Athame. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the cloak. Cool. Um... So that does bring us to uh, do we arrange a like, you know, by word of mouth and, you know, say this is so and so. um, And Jules is very good for this. um, Basically arrange a coven meeting that evening or. uh, Sure. Okay, A lot of nods. Cool. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, a little bit of mention here, a little bit of mention here. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to meet up tonight, get everybody together. Uh, But Legba having the morning off, are you going to. Uh, go find Isabella to see if you can study stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then he's gonna try and start looking for or, or exploring Salazar's tradition in the astral realms. Okay. Um, and then uh, is anybody else doing anything that morning besides normal sleeper stuff? No sleeper stuff. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, um, cloak gets um, unless Isabel has a problem with it. I guess uh, picks up. Uh, cloak and dagger <laughs> um, and studies yeah first thing he does is he's gonna evaluate them with active mage site but double checking over with Chris because Chris is currently the, the holder Isabel is the holder of said items so oh I'm sorry yeah let's do this in character sorry um, uh, cloak uh, uh, tries to find Isabel she's at the tavern alright um, and then uh, approaches her and says hmm, if now would be a good time I would like to study Salazar's implements um, I mean, Arachne and I had started in on that yesterday um I, it is a slightly different um, appearance to have mm. you come up to my room to do so than it is for her. Mm. <laughs> this is a good point. Um, 
I can describe to you where in my room they are. And you have I... the ability to see things, right? Oh, hmm. I do. Considering what we were just discussing <laughs> during the break, I kind of love this. Yes. Can, can you scrutinize through inward outward eye? Yeah, probably you can see things. Yeah, 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 fair. Um, but also, Isabel is going to suggest if you just need to take a look at it for casting a spell on them or whatever, then sure. But perhaps further study of everything should wait for the meeting tonight. There's something I'd like to do before that meeting. Huh. And I have some time. But if you describe it to me, he, he, he just realizes this. Like you describe, mm -hmm. you saying this makes him realize that. And he's grateful now about his, his you know, legacy. Um, he says, I can sit at any table in this room and I'd be able to study them just as well as if they were in my hands. Um, I'll be in the center of the room holding the dagger and the cloak will be draped across the end of the bed. And yeah. A general layout mm -hmm. like that should right. be good enough. And then Thank you. Heads back upstairs for a few minutes and sort of <laughs> stands there as a hand <laughs> model. Dana White. Uh, now, uh, just to bring it up, um, do you want to mm -hmm. go ahead and throw your uh, another spirit investigation at this? Because it was just the opacity two to study over the dagger. Uh, she's specifically holding off okay. until until the meeting because okay. she and Gisela started in on it together. So. Okay. Cool. Um, which item are you studying uh, cloak and with what arcana? Hmm. So he is looking at both of them uh, with mind and space because those are the only ones he has so far. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he'll be picking up Prime soon. But, um, you know, it's interests and uh, magical mysteries aren't the most important thing to him. But anyway, so uh, figuring out what's going on with these two does matter. So he turns on active mate sight, which automatically activates his two ruling arcana, mind and space. Mm -hmm. And he looks for signs. Um, well, actually, let me see something. Oh. Also, actually, since we are talking about it, um, I think yeah. I'm going to roll back a little bit on mind sight and we can discuss this later if uh if you're not on board with it but i realized that it detects the presence of thinking beings and yep. i think i may take ghosts and spirits off of that list because they are more animalistic and instinctual as opposed to thinking um whereas hmm. goetia are entities of uh of mind um but it was just i really like that I, I think mean, higher-ranking ghosts are thinking. I guess that's true. But I don't like mind rank one, maybe not. I don't mind keeping the lines between the spheres like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I, mean, I, I understand. The, I understand the possible utility of it. The issue I have is there is a severe consequence if they're not treated like thinking beings. Then you're not manipulating them as thinking beings. Oh, okay. And then also, if you do manipulate them then you don't incur the same consequences 
So, like, for example, mm-hmm. psychic domination on a right. spirit is an act of hubris because it's a thinking being and mm-hmm. you're subverting it to its will. But if it isn't, then... Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. And, and so that, that's why it makes makes it uncomfortable for me. It isn't so much trying to limit the influence of mine and the overlap. It is that the possible consequences of not considering that seem unsettling to me. No, I'm, that's actually a very, very good point. So, yeah, never mind. Uh, but, yeah, so mine does reveal that, hey, there is some kind of thinking entity hanging around the dagger, not around the robe. Um, okay. And then, uh, da, 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 sleep comatose awake, projecting, blah, blah, blah. Um, and space. Yeah, no spatial warps, no scrying windows, no presence of irises. And, uh, and you get a good, dis- you know, you have perfect measurements now of the dagger and the robe and, you know, other, you know, space related stuff. Okay, cool. Then the next thing that um, he does is confirm the opacity of the mysteries intrinsic to the cloak and the dagger based on mind and space. Sure. Um, hmm. What information from mind or space would you get from that? Well, space, obviously, uh, you'll be able to... No, because that's correspondence. Hmm. What things would you be able to get from... Uh, so it may actually just be. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't assume that there's anything specific, but yeah, that's of it, course how cloak would approach it. Right, and it may literally just be um, opacity one for both of them. Okay, um, cool. I'm trying to think uh, of the broader terms of mind and space. Um, yeah, so the 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 athame. Because uh, that's considerably more pronounceable for me. Um, just has a opacity of one for both mind and space. The mm-hmm. robe does have a opacity of two. Okay, for both. Uh, sorry, just the robe. Oh, yeah. of space uh, uh, for both. Yeah, space. for both mind and space. For space. Okay, gotcha. Cool. So then that suggests to me. Uh, oh, great! If I'm able to get an exceptional success, I could pass through both. But um. Uh, if not, it's opacity two, meaning that I could scrutinize it now. And if I wanted to scrutinize it again, it would have to be a few hours. Did I understand it correctly from what you said earlier? Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So then he'll, uh, spend a willpower and then I'm going to make a scrutiny roll for first the dagger for both mind and space. Uh, you'll have to pick one, um, or, um, Oh, I'm just letting you know, I'm going to do that in sequence. Okay. That's fine. But I think, um, let me see something real quick. Signs and sorcery is evil, suggesting you can use both, but then doesn't tell you mechanically how you're supposed to roll that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you could you could uh, study with multiple or maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, wait, hang on. How, how are you supposed to roll that? Are you just adding, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to study with my death five and my prime one, and I'm going to get everything? I mean, mm-hmm. Oh, I see what I'd you mean. Put it as the same as a combined spell, lower plus or lower minus two. Yeah. Actually, I don't hate that. 
I'll, I'll think that over, but that actually, you know, especially as we're expanding out and using multiple right. lenses should be more difficult, but give you mm -hmm. more information. Right. I don't, I don't hate that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that and figure that out after. And arguably you could have like almost situational bonuses if it more completely encompasses the mystery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't hate that. We'll definitely think that over. Yeah, because that's kind of mm -hmm. cool. Sorry. Back to Ralph. No worries. I'm looking at something real quick. All right. Yeah, I was um, trying to look in the section on scrutiny to confirm where it suggests that you need to activate it iteratively per Arcanum. Mm-hmm. Because based on how I read it, it's an additional willpower. It's a willpower to activate Mage Side for longer than a scene, longer than your Gnosis mm -hmm. um, turns, right? Or minutes, longer than your Gnosis in minutes. Uh, and then it's a, a willpower to activate Scrutiny itself. Mm -hmm. But I don't see it that you switch out of Scrutiny, um, like between the Arcana. I don't see language that suggests that you have to spend willpower per arcanum. Uh, specifically, and the reason we bring it up is da, 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 da. Um, unmodified dice pool. Um, after a number of rolls uh, for scrutinizing a given mystery equal to mage's unmodified gnosis plus arcanum. So which arcanum are we using, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then uh, can spend mana. Then we're okay. We're rolling Gnosis plus Arcanum. Which Arcanum are we rolling? You know which ones are involved. And it mentions Permutation Arcana. A mage can scrutinize using multiple Arcana as long as they're in her active mage site. Cool, no problem. But taking uh, doing so takes uh, additional risks because they're using multiple things. Have a hard time uh, doing sense uh, taking in sensory input uh, in game turns for each Arcana beyond the first that mage adds into the scrutiny subtract one roll from the maximum number of rolls allowed before the failed rolls the base number of rolls is gnosis plus the highest arcana uh, used but it doesn't mention what you're rolling uh for those and that's why i was saying you know that's not a bad idea using the gnosis plus the lower to be how mm -hmm. good you are at studying and then minus two because you are actually using multiple so um so well, the way I'd interpret that is that you roll the arcana separately because if you have mysteries tied to each arcanum differently, mm -hmm. right? The total number of rolls, you're basically summing the rolls. So my understanding is that if, or at least that's how I'm reading that language, that if you choose to scrutinize with two arcana, mm -hmm. you can do that, but then you've chosen to limit yourself to one pool of total rolls before you pollute the mystery. Mm-hmm. And you'd still roll your arcana separately. Whereas if you did it separately, you'd engage it separately and you'd have separate tracks. Mm -hmm. So there's a risk, but it's more willpower efficient. Oh, okay. Um, because. Based on the notion that oh, the, no, no, the you're, idea you're, you're, that you'd activate. So does that make sense? You, you, okay, you cool. are fine. I'm trying to remember because okay. I feel like. Yeah, because I, I guess that's true. Yeah, because we do have. Of different willpower every time so yeah yeah I don't yeah, and the reason that. why i'm asking this is uh ash wasn't given an opportunity to roll for multiple arcana earlier and that mm -hmm. confused me because i thought that scrutiny required just a single willpower mm -hmm. right and now i understand that it was because it was based on this idea of mm -hmm. having separate tracks for polluting the mystery right 
and then also different uh, opacities and different uh, information that one arcana would give compared to another. Yeah. Let's okay, so that. Cloak is going to um, scrutinize with both mind and space. Sure. Especially because the opacity is low for these two. Mm-hmm. And um, is so he's going to have seven rolls because his gnosis is four and the highest arcanum used is four. Mm-hmm. And then it's minus one for the additional use of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I'm cool with that. So great. So let me uh, spend a willpower. Done. But we're still having the rolls be separate by time. So you'd have your first roll with both Arcana here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's something that I'll have to think through and see. Because, yeah, I have no problem with that interpretation of the rules. I just now have to go, oh, hang on. My delay and stuff like that becomes different. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I was primarily you know, asking about this because the, at least for the, the Athame, right? Both have opacity one, mm-hmm. so he needs to get through those. Um, and then he'll scrutinize the, the cloak separately right mm-hmm. so i have to spend another willpower there mm-hmm. but um the opacity is two for just space mm-hmm. so we'd only be rolling with one mm-hmm. one arcanum all right so he's gonna roll uh mind gnosis in mind not gonna spend any mana doesn't need to do it as death fox is pointing write that down write that down yeah uh, we went through 160 episodes of rookery and we're now 29 episodes into into the west and we're still getting rules figured out hmm. all right oh so, so you're just spending the willpower to activate scrutiny yes okay cool i'm right. with you cool um and cool. this is on the athame so that's the mind this is one the go ahead and roll mm-hmm. space and we'll uh see if uh well i'm sure you'll get it but that way we can go over both things yeah we'll see what happens oh yeah get your willpower back um wait i don't don't, do you i mean let's see i guess that's true yeah it probably wouldn't uh because i think it i think because it has a special Mm -hmm. And it does have special stuff, and it's also not a spell cast. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, it's, it says that the exceptional success mechanics for normal extended actions do not apply because it's an extended action. You can choose one. Let's see. Um, hmm. I don't think I need to... Ooh. Hmm. So here's a potential advantage here. If I want, I could spend a mana to erase um, traces of my Nimbus if I didn't want Eggrock to know that I'd already looked at it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I can't I can't think of it being relevant. So. Cool. Uh, so going through on the mind and space side, uh, yeah. the obvious stuff, or the not obvious stuff, surface information uh, that the others had discovered um, that it is not tied to awakened magic. Uh, it is centuries old. Mm-hmm. Um, the practice that created the mystery or, you know, something that would be close to it is fraying. Um, uh, beyond that, um, additional information, um, not tied or similar to any phenomenon that you've studied before. Um, 
power level of the creator relative to the mage's gnosis. Um, hmm. Well, we, yeah, actually, we will definitely say it is greater than your gnosis. Um, not related to, uh, to the supernal realms or the abyss. Um, and mind and space do not yield any revelation uh, of like how they are related to the power of the athame other than space suggesting that um, it has uh, how best to do well yeah I guess it has an unusual number of correspondences tied to it oh okay hmm definitely gonna want to yeah which cast an improvised spell the practice of knowing on that to kind of go with that the the fact that it is a item that is this old may also mm-hmm. be a like clue of oh yeah right it's been passed through many hands could be lingering sympathetic connections right all right that makes sense yep yeah, cool. don't necessarily do throw course. Now, correspondence could be useful for other things, but yeah, cool. Uh, and yeah, mind other than the fact that there's some kind of and your active mage side have picked up. There's some living entity or some thinking being tied to it, but that's mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, Isabel actually may. Did you mention that there's a spirit on it to Legba? Cool. Um, and then the robe? Yes. Cool. So, so you said as opacity two for space, right? Affirmative. Great. Thank you. All right. So this is uh, scrutinizing this robe. It's been a second willpower. And uh, hmm. I will spend one mana. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, like, how many I want to spend. I really want to force the. And if you get, oh, that's right, because you're trying to get the exceptional. Yep. Okay. Um. No, you know what? Uh, he's gonna scour an oblate later, so I'm gonna spend four mana. Might as well do it. Mine in space. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious! Throw the mana, and it just kind of fades off. You and go, yeah, yeah, kind of. Dang. I guess I didn't need that. Well, that's fine. Still got the exceptional. Put success. some stank on that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, this was created via um, awakened magic. It is tied to awakened magic. Um, the mystery is more than a century more than centuries old. Hmm. Um, bum, 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 bum. Um, it is tied to prime, hmm. um, which yeah, makes sense. Um, and then it is supernal in nature, not abyssal. Okay. And the creator's power level. Um, well, actually, hang on. That's for <clears throat> non supernal things. Um, for awakened spells, um, it's not exactly an awakened spell. Um, what does this spell cost? Um, uh, but you do get the signature Nimbus of Fantastic. the mage involved or creator, whatever. Ooh, yeah. um, you get slapped with a big tyranny to the face. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Some seer bullshit. They just can't stop. Nope. They just they just can't be helped. Right. Corpses, lots of corpses. Not, not, yeah, I mean on the on the dagger, yes. Rob a little less so, but Um, and and uh, then also, what's their is relative to mine? Sorry, go ahead. What's their is relative to mine? Um, technically, that's for non-awakened stuff, but it's greater than yours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, and uh, just as a freebie, uh, mm-hmm. just because you were studying this thing intently, um, yeah. you can read the high speech um, Wonderful. On, on the robe, uh, which detail... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's see here chancellor father general prophets oh no. two three four one two three four yep um uh monarch destroyer tutor surgeon hierophant one, two, three, four. Is that five? Yeah. Whatever. We'll come back if we need to. And if I miss one. <laughs> Don't add that question signs on the back. Yeah, that's, that's nine. <laughs> nine. I think I got Chancellor, Father, General, Prophets, Monarch, Destroyer, Tutor, Surgeon, and Hierophant. Okay. And then Predator. Predator. Okay. Uh, and I, I mean, we, we got the 101 from the diamond about the seers right so these things yep. seem familiar to me okay yep. great wonderful can you read the one on the back that got removed mm. like can you make it out no no that's something that maybe you could find if you use time on it oh cool what if um would i be able to make an occult roll mm-hmm. to anticipate what it could be sure okay cool great then that's what i'm gonna do and then I'm going to bring that up to the acanthus. Mm-hmm. All right. Intelligence. Colts. Spin a willpower, make it rote. Perfect. What'd you say? I said perfect. Oh. Ah. Three successes. Yep. Um, and yeah, going over it. Um, I, I will give you with three successes. You do not know what that is. That is back there. And based on your conversations with the Diamond Order mm-hmm. and the fact that it is on the back, but then removed since like you definitely have a there is a gap in my knowledge. And this seems like pertinent to like there there is something clearly here that you have not been taught about or mm. that the diamond order is missing it's like okay hang on there's clearly something here and we're missing it or at least you're missing it and somebody hasn't told you okay gotcha for so my earlier suspicion was for for those of you who are following at home uh we all know what the <laughs> 11th exarch is right <laughs> we literally just told you Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just got that imprint. 
So um, he is going to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. um, the the Nimbus he got from scrutinizing the mystery. Mm -hmm. And um, does he know what that would look like from knowing fluent high speech? What tyranny? And for, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, like this is okay. this, yeah. It's definitely the like the symbol of the exarchs. Okay. Cool. Great. Fantastic. Uh, then. Yeah, okay, cool. So, he has that information. Uh, he, that can be... Oh, and then, now he needs to, um, cast a, a, a spell of knowing. An improvised spell of knowing. With space. To, uh, perceive, to know the sympathetic connections. Oh, no. He's gonna cast a conjunctional spell of mind in space to know the sympathetic connections and um and want to be able to identify those that i don't know would this work actually yeah i'm about to describe it to you i'm, I'm gonna think of the, the words in which to describe it effectively okay so there are two things he wants to know from this one just the suite of sympathetic connections that still exist the second is any sympathetic connections that are related to Salazar, either through uh, ones that he has um, put there or ones that have influenced him. Okay. That's fine. Fantastic. Figured um his shadow name would apply. So that's gonna be let's roll spell roll. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wants it. Okay. Mm hmm Yeah. 
He's going to try and find it. Okay, cool. That's helpful. And so begins Cloak's plan to try and help him. Because <laughs> Salazar... Salazar is at a crossroads. All right. Uh, great. Cloak has that information. And uh, I've spent enough time talking. Not anybody else. By the rules of tabletop gaming groups, that's where the game happens. Yep. <laughs> well, for the basement, if we're discussing um, coven business, I think we we'll probably do that in the workshop. The, to the secret lab! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your underground lair. That's right. Yeah. Laboratory. <laughs> and and if there will be times when like no one's allowed in there because she's working mm -hmm. on something, but yeah, so there's Makes nothing sense. on the slab right now, so everyone's walking. Dead dove, do not eat. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some of us a little bit more than others. <laughs> Said some of us a little bit more than others. <laughs> no, I haven't said it. So, 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 I don't think. Mm hmm. Sure. Well, didn't we meditate in the astral here? We took Isabel here, and we all went there. So I thought it was. Do you just only set it up as a domain temporarily? Hmm. Oh well. Or did I link people up, and we just? No, I think I think we all. I think I think there was a domain in place. You. Let's. Let's retcon it that somebody made one using Isabel's gun. Sure. Okay, cool. Just pull it out of her pocket. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, set it yeah, up. We could do that. We could totally grab that and make it. That's a good point. It doesn't have to be yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 
I've just been oblating. Theo looks uncharacteristically energetic. All right, cool. But uh, w willing to yield the floor if anyone else has anything present. Baba Sarah. Seems good. So, so I have a couple things. Um, one is I'd really like to start exploring that journal and getting to the end of that mystery. And I thought I could start by just mapping out the instructions and figuring out how long it will take us to complete the journey. Just so we can prepare and plan and you know let folks know we're going to be away for a time and bring supplies that we may need and that kind of thing. Well, depending on how long we're going to be gone, I thought that uh, that Legba might be able to help with that. What do you sort mean? Populate people's minds with our presence, even if we're not here. Trick them? You mean an illusion? Just to um, dissuade them from being curious about why we're all together and why we're all gone at the same time. I think there's a more straightforward way to do that. Okay. If they see us together, then even if they ask questions, it will not seem inconsistent with what they've seen before. Yeah, however we end up doing that, it's definitely something to consider, though. I agree. Um, it's definitely an unusual <laughs> trip. And even if we are friendly in town, this crowd of people disappearing for weeks together, we need an alibi. And maybe we each make up our own according to our own lives and contacts and things. Well, I mean, an alibi is if we were trying to avoid punishment for something. Well, mm, trying to suspicion. avoid, yeah, arousing suspicion and curiosity. I sent men to their homes this morning. We're not trying to let people know that we're witches. The thing is, if we leave as people other than ourselves, they will just know that they haven't seen us. They won't know that we've left together. We are in these guises now. They will ask questions. Where are these people? I haven't seen... Cloak, I haven't seen Isabel, I haven't seen Theo in some time. We don't have to answer those questions. So there's but if the trip will take us a month, then that's a different discussion. 
Yeah. Also, we do kind of have to answer those questions. We have 200 people in this town. And, and, and that's a pie we can slice a bunch of different ways. But before we start that, I think we need to know how long we're going to be gone so we can come up with a solution that makes sense. Yes. Uh, the Depending next... on the length of the trip. Yeah, that's right. It could be as simple as, you know, we are trying to set out for specific supplies and things for the town from the fort or something. <laughs> and with my skills, it seems appropriate to protect a group of travelers. Yeah, Rilla says, yeah, uh, but we'll start with figuring out how long we need to be gone. So I'd be willing to I take that on. will be honest, I had completely forgotten about this. <laughs> oh, it's been pretty present in the back of my mind for quite a while. I see. <laughs> but yes, I think that's a, a great idea to try to just... Because we still don't know where it starts, right? As I understand it, it starts wherever you are. Position yeah, is a lie. If I recall the first few lines, it's just it just starts off with instructions. It can't like, just start wherever you are. <laughs> Rilla looks over at at you know Petrichor and says, "That's what Mortimer says." <laughs> I can start. It's, yes, it's possible that if we just follow these instructions as written from anywhere, it'll take us where, or it will show us something. I mean, you've gone to, was it London? London and <laughs> New York now. In, in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. We know that these sorts of things can you know, bend reality in, in interesting ways. It makes sense to me that it would start wherever you were and still get you to the same location. The text doesn't change. Well, let's think of it this way. What is the supernal significance of a journey? I'm trying not to be snarky because I'm playing Rilla right now, but <laughs> the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to go somewhere. It's to change, right? And, and it's that it mystery is. about this that has me really intrigued. I want to see where it takes us. And if it takes us nowhere, then... Well, we still spend some time together. Yeah, if we follow the instructions to the and then find nothing, <laughs> then we know that we started in the wrong spot. Yeah, and you know, and Rilla, Rilla, you know, chimes in and mentions like, "Hey, you know, for for you all, you've had this book for a year. I've known about this book for three years. It's only in the past, well, you know, a year ago when when uh, cloak, uh, uh, oh yeah, cloak translated Mortimer. it." Um, that I realized that it was a thing and now I found out it's really a thing so I've been yeah I look forward to the destination I heard you say that and I think that makes sense I would like to point out that you can reach all destinations from the same place I can't you can there there were Oh, wait, no. She can't actually make a Hobbit reference, but every journey starts first step out the door. I think you could. Space isn't alive for all of us. Differently. I'm not talking about casting spells. 
My understanding of the Spice Arcanum just makes it clearer to me. You could accept these truths for yourself just the same as I. You're free to think that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has a well, point. Like, you could literally just walk out this door and begin walking, and you might have to get on a ship or this and the other. But you can start anywhere and end up anywhere. You just... There's a journey. And, and also, the greater point is that we have all been to the supernal realms, wherein truth is rendered clear and devoid of our own opinions or interpretations. So when I state that space can become effectively alive for you all, sure, I'm free to think that, but that's like saying I'm free to think that the watchtowers exist. It's not a subjective perspective. It's just an assertion based on the facts we've all been presented with. Yes, but you are arguing from a point of philosophy, and I am talking about practicality. Which is an interesting debate to have. <laughs> but I think that's we're getting a little over our skis. Let's figure out how long this journey is going to take first, and then we can... Yes. Hang on, we need to make the metaphysics the of a all. ski. We need a moment to talk about the fact that Theodosius Stokes is definitely not talking Canadian about skis. Ever. Well, no, uh, yeah, because she was up in... Yeah, okay, that's fair. But yes, I think you have the right idea of mapping it, I guess, yeah. to determine how long. Because if we can pass it off as a trip for supplies to the fort, this group of people makes sense. And that's a good cover. Rilla kind of raises her hand and goes, eh. Uh, I hate... Mm. I'll convince them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll need some convincing to get the, the school teacher off for two weeks or whatever. I will have no trouble convincing the kids that school is out for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so if When's the next holiday? Where are we? May? Yeah, it's it's a ways. Harvest. Yeah. More or less. But J July 4th? Uh, Man, I don't even remember when July 4th started. And this isn't an yeah. American town. Yeah, yeah this is earlier. Yeah. But, okay, but... Our town run by the British men. Right. So just, just to circle back, if everyone is in agreement, I'd begin studying the book to map out how long the journey will take and figure out what we need and resources and stuff like that. Yeah, yes. sure. nothing else. I think that's a great idea. You know, okay. it lets us that information is necessary to make future plans. The second thing I had is I have something of a personal project. And like Rilla perks up and like is short of clapping her hands with excitement. Um and uh um I need an eclipse. To start it. I don't know if anyone can tell us when and where the next one's going to happen. Rilla can do it, but she needs books like Mortimer's reference manuals and almanacs and things like that. Or if there's a way one of you guys can figure out or plumb the depths I to know when and where. I able to figure out. could be anywhere. <laughs> right. But certain 
events have to happen in order for the eclipse. We can't just snap our fingers and make money, or I can't anyway. I might be able to find, determine when one is. Or your best chance to find one. Yeah. So I was hoping I could get some help with that. We can go anywhere in the world where an eclipse is happening if you wish. Yeah, we just make it a lot easier to find find one. one. Yeah, we just need a time and a place. Um, Yeah. That's the answer first, and then there'll be other complications to sort out. Yeah, because out of character, you also need to get Valosia to set place. (laughs) Yes. Yes, because she needs to be in the presence of the eclipse to unlock the opacity right now. Yeah, I can... I mean, in my head, I'm going to think that it's like a series of divinations, basically, that I can do at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just Yep. Well, and I'll, I'll be honest, but and don't want to do it now because it'll sidetrack. But I mean, that's literally one divination. When is the next eclipse? Yeah. Where is Just the next eclipse? Level. Yeah. And then to get my answers on if that doesn't, if they fail, just keep doing it. Just spend a night casting cards until I can... Mm-hmm get the answers I want. Cool. But yeah, that's more out of character. Anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, Rilla is, uh, you know, like, oh yeah, can yeah, I'm on board. Anything you need. Okay. And uh, that's all I had. Anyone else have anything? As <laughs> Isabel is sitting here with some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pulls the I think she'd probably have been like idly fidgeting with the knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then pulls how the long have you been holding the knife? <laughs> oh no! He said no, Charlie. Like a scene. Okay, I don't like it. Yeah, because uh, and specifically holding as opposed to just having like in in a sheath or in a bag or something like that. Right. So um, yeah, okay. Um, if you've been handling it for a scene, you've probably noticed like. And actually kind of leaning into the the prior like space frustration, you have an unusual like urge to just kind of punch Legba in the face for like not understanding you. Right. That art and which because let's be honest, like. Petricor and Isabel both has a pretty steady head on her shoulders. She might be a little bit impulsive, but not like jump straight to violence and like this is like it's an unusual feel and notably it's not just like to to, to clarify it's not a punch to the face it's a punch to the nose to get that bloody nose going Mm. want to make him bleed yeah and it is it is very clearly like not from your normal mind like not your normal thoughts um Turn on spirit sight. Yep. Uh, and yeah, hey, I've got this weird can this this weird influence effect upon yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, possibly, may have it activated peripheral maid sight at some point. To be fair, sure. but um, yeah, I will uh, spend the mana for my attainment at that point, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just uh, as sort of. Um, I don't know. 
not like fully intimidating, but just like letting them know mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been misbehaving. Talking, she says, talking to a dagger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the blood stops. Uh, she says in first tongue. Did we pick up first tongue? I believe so. Oh. Did I not? Yeah, because I think we talked about you working on it. I don't remember that. Because remember, we talked about it being a language that you could learn. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, you've, you've had a year. I 100% believe that you could learn the first time. It doesn't look like I spent an XP on it, but that definitely was something I was working okay. on. So I'll spend yeah, I mean, a year of chatting with Gen your in. little spirit buddy. He could have taught you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the blood stops dripping. And it's just like <laughs> the... the <laughs> The droplet kind of sits at the tip mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. just continually swells a little bit as it effectively you watch the spirit kind of freeze up and like look you you definitely have there's no eyes right but there's a sense of it and then it like not a warbly watery voice but more of a like distant chunky fr- gross thick yeah um, a gooey kind of voice mm-hmm. says. And what the fuck are you? In more Spanish than than first tongue. Um, <laughs> though it definitely sounds um, like heavily accented. Mm-hmm. The one in possession of your home now. And you'd best learn not to try to tell me what to do. Actually, I'm going to join it, and Ganem goes, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be hasty. Just. It's been a while. I need a mm-hmm. taste. Just a little one. You were arguing, and I thought it seemed appropriate. If I find you are useful, I will make sure you stay fed. I can be useful. There's loads of things I then can be- do. Just then behave yourself. If I behave, I mean, there is definitely, and I, I think that's the exact quote from Salazar, but yeah, there is some definite similarities in the way this thing speaks to the way Salazar acted and behaved, and that very, like, I'm totally in control of this mm-hmm. situation. Do not try to attempt your influence upon us while we are studying you. For now, we can discuss other rules later. Mm, and you'll give me blood if I start to behave? I will see that you are fed. Fine. Like, very, like, reluctant metaphorical, metaphysical handshake. (laughs) Meanwhile, Rilla and the rest of the crew are going, we're getting half of a conversation here. (laughs) Half of a conversation that we can't understand. Uh, Apologies. Everything okay? Yes. 
the knife wanted me to inflict violence upon one of you. Oh, that's fabulous. Could we put the knife down then? <laughs> oh, it's that would be the, the well, the spirit, spirit that lives in it. Yes. And Jules like, uh, like puts his hand forward and goes, "Should I hold it?" That's probably not for the best. It's probably gonna make you wanna hurt someone. Yeah, but if I tried to do I feel anything, like just... probably. I feel like Isabel is best equipped to handle a spirit, pestery little spirit. That's yeah. That okay. That's fair. And of course, and bear mind, do remember, like, of course, sit in the middle of the table. Okay. Yeah, and remember, Jules has a like an interest in in spirits and summoning sure. them and stuff like that. So, right. But he, yeah, kind of looks over at Let's the dagger. Let's not give him the the blood spirit. <laughs> um, if you all wish to see it, that would help our study of what this is. I can do that. Do we know if this was what was giving gifts to the people? What gifts? The blessings. Blessings they were getting from sacrificing people. I don't believe so. I would be well, I would be surprised if that is true. If this was capable of doing that. Its resonance is not of healing or protection. Can I add a character? Oh, were boy. there actual magical effects that were connected to the sacrificing? Uh, not that you observed. The now, Okay, that's the, what I thought. Right. To note the life aspect, yeah. that is that was, nobody investigated. That was a consequence of the paradox. That has been your assumption. Yeah. Nobody has actually, nobody had whatever his name there to scrutinize and, and inspect. Right. Salazar cool. mentioned that they were sacrificing things and seemed to get away. Other people got hurt. They didn't um, and had right. a lot of luck and, you know, blessings. And it's a very, he right. gave very vague descriptions cool. of what okay. his stuff could do. Yeah. Thanks. That, that was my impression as well um so then in response to that statement Legba says i don't believe there was anything magical about what he did he believed that, is... that there was and so there is power in that i believe things occurred not through the dagger but in partial connection to the cloak. Well, something was going on, because didn't you see somebody catch a bullet in the face and get back up? Yeah. So something was going on, where it was coming from, I guess it isn't. I mean... Can we find the gods? What that gods? these are in service to? Oh. <laughs> I, I think... I, I think that we might have had a collective misunderstanding. Because 
my experience with Salazar was that he was a motivated devotee to a cultural tradition and quite angry about European invasion of these lands. And so he committed among a number of atrocities in service to that as a consequence of some influence he experienced when he was younger. Part of that influence is a direct consequence of this cloak. Uh, I don't think we need to investigate the nature of his religious philosophy, at least in the present terms. That's something I intend to explore, and I should admit now my hopes to help him. But I don't think that will give us any magical insight. I'm curious to know if he was getting actual magical blessings from something. Because he claimed he was being blessed. I don't know that that was just the power of positive thinking. And while you're discussing that, you can all be spirits now. Thank you. I don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. And just doing can the AOE. Uh, instant reach or instant duration scale. No. Okay. Well, specifically the because I figured scale is the AOE, or yeah. were you picking tar- uh, subjects? I mean, it works either way. Oh, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yep. Because there's five of them, so. Six with uh, jewels. There's five of them. I don't need the spell to see them. Right. <laughs> yep, I'm with you. But yeah, can we speak to it? Mm-hmm. Speak to it, hear it. Um, and Perceive it, and speak with spirits in the physical world. And they, of course, can yep. do the reverse. Um, this particular spirit does not appear to be particularly mobile compared to a lot of the spirits you guys have seen, including Ganem, who, like, hangs and clings to uh, to Petricor. This thing just seems to, again, is now dripping. Most lives in the blade. Right. Or, like, it's a drop of blood perpetually hanging from the blade. It, it had been. Now it is It is basically, imagine, the, the blade now is bloody and is just continually dripping. Uh, previously it paused dripping with, with that whole like deer in the headlights look but now uh, especially set on the table it's now dripping and there's this puddle that doesn't expand it's just like oh that's a blood puddle underneath the dagger tip um, and yeah there's that voice of oh there's more of you hi hello <laughs> it speaks Spanish so Oh, yeah, that's true. It is in Spanish. Does it only speak Spanish? Spanish and French. Probably, right? Yeah. Folks, as to it. Oh, actually, you know what he does? Yep. It's like, come on, man. He's, he, 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 like, he's about to stalk and he says, oh, I should also aid this scenario. And then he blinks his eyes and he says, uh, we can now all understand each other perfectly. And he leans at, uh, he, he looks at the spirit and he says, How many servants have you had? Servants? Uh, haven't really had servants so much as partners participants but i mean i mean mean, recently or like very clearly hedging 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 not giving a straight answer 
You can answer me willingly, <laughs> or you can be forced to do so. I mean, hey, 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 well, just, I mean, what answer are you looking for? Because, I mean... Fine, I will ask my question more specifically. How many servants have you had in the past decade? How long have you known your most recent servant? I mean, that, that makes that easier. That's that's just the one. Um, time is a human thing. I don't really count days, but yeah, a decade, maybe a little more. He was younger when he had me first. Did he kill someone to take you? Losing two fingers off his left hand. But, um, <laughs> no. No, he just stole me. What is the name of the person he stole you from? Oh, Lord. Uh, I don't quite, le- quite think I, um, I remember that. You must be pretty ephemeral to spirits. Hmm. Would you like some help? Oh, I'd love some help. You know, really help right now? Just a little taste, just a little drop. Just, just, I mean. That's not what I meant. Are you going to answer my question? I mean, yeah, I'd love some help. But Listen, I I, I should be quite clear. I'm being a little... What do you say? Circumlocutory. <laughs> she, she, like Legba, being a great elocutioner, right? Legba, Legba motions to Petricor and says, she is quite eager to engage you in the way best suited to your own preferences. I am not. So, uh, I'm going to aid you in remembering the name of this person and you're going to tell me. Do I have your consent to do so? Mm, sure. And very like, what the hell is going on here? But all right, sure. This weird human's got a thing up their sleeve. All right. All right, cool. So then I'm going to cast an improvised practice of unveiling. I think that's what I was, perfect recall I was going to use this moment of distraction Go to... Finish studying. I like that. I'm going to help him understand right. better. Cool. Uh, so you do definitely get the clarity that this is fettered and like you get recognize that symbol now and understand this thing doesn't starve for essence the way Ganem or others do. He's perfectly happy right here, but a little bit of blood, that's what he needs. Um, and so, yeah. Um, and then I'll also give you, he's fairly fat on uh, on essence because uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. have to spend it. But um, without using, because you need spells to understand him more. But yeah, clearly like feeding or dipping the dagger in blood or whatever, however you want to do it, gives him essence. 
um, rather than necessarily needing to do some of the standard spirit stuff. And it's one of the big reasons you can assume that he's been happy. Just I'm fettered in here, not hungry. Nobody's coming after me because I'm a blood spirit and who's going to fuck with me? And, you know, kind of sitting back, relaxing. Um, you do uh, finishing that. You can confirm this is unawakened. It is fallen magic um, that has. Well, actually, I guess it's not necessarily fallen magic so much as the spirit has done it himself. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that you would necessarily pick up from that. Um, I guess, yeah, it would be greater than your Gnosis. Trying to compare Gnosis to Spirit rank. Eh. But we'll, we'll say probably more. Hmm. Smaller I don't know. Gnosis, too. It's mm -hmm. likely. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, not necessarily related to the Spernal Realms, tied to Spirit. Um, or at least the, the side that you can see. So. Uh, I was trying to, through the lens of the spirit being here, understand more about the dagger itself. Right. Uh, as a mystery. Yeah, which primarily um, there's not much in terms of the dagger itself beyond the fact that there is a spirit tied to it that has, over time, um, been awakened because of its ritual, but the dagger itself doesn't have any spirit ties if that makes sense like the um the magic of the dagger the ritual usage isn't necessarily spirit related does that make sense okay but like and, and feel free yeah go previously through as much of what your study studying arcana can touch and discern mm -hmm. as much as what it can't understand you can kind of get a shape of an object oh yeah yeah i got it's you. magic right mm -hmm. so all i really care about is fly yes or no is this a magic thing nope okay it is very yeah yeah um yeah 100 okay. percent that by itself it is not magic it's just a knife that a blood spirit has decided to live in because it's good eating for a blood spirit. Yep. Right. And Ralph, you were rolling the 12 for. Oh, right. Perfect recall, basically. Cool. Mm -hmm. do, 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 do. Just for my own context, I wanted to have a boo at that for what death and matter. The dagger. Mm -hmm. See if there's anything odd about it. Okay. Uh, I'm possibly uh, mispronouncing this, but Ichmara is the name mm. that it kind of like. It takes a minute and then just all of a sudden kind of spits it out um, with a with a followed by. That was weird. That wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> I mean, actually, I really didn't remember, but you brought it forefront and just kind of just slipped out. 
That's interesting. Oh, um, uh, backtracking just a sec because I remember we need to talk about opacity. Um, Craig, uh, which archon are you throwing at this? Doesn't matter. I wasn't scrutinizing. I just wanted to have a look and see if there was oh, any aspects. Oh, okay. With the okay, sorry. I was sitting here waiting for the dice to. Okay. Oh, yes. No, no. Um, cool. Because uh, I have active mage site right here. Um. So death. Um. Uh. It is definitely has the anchor condition. It probably has a couple anchor conditions. Mm. But with no ghosts near it. Wow. Especially if you think about it being a murder weapon. Oh, yeah. Jeez, that's ooh, serious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. There so are that... hibernating ghosts anchored to this well, blade and then, somewhere else. Well, no, their other anchors are their dead bodies. Right. Or and, Oh, that's right. You know, or some of them may have right. anchors of yeah. their... They can have multiple anchors <laughs> that are a distance from them as long as they have some anchor that prevents them from yep. decaying or yep. so disappearing. That, that also right. perks up the orbit. That's yeah, because right. uh, they will be with the closest anchor, which if this dagger has yeah. traveled, is no longer. But yeah, yeah it's got, mm-hmm. we'll say, a dozen or more anchors. So like, yeah, looking Ooh, at this, yeah. it's like, how is this thing liftable, right? Um, it has that metaphysical weight to it. Um, it does not have a soul. And you know, uh, not dead. Uh, matter, um, structure, and durability. It looks. I don't know if Theo uh, or Bobasera has ever seen obsidian, uh, but it appears to be about on par for the structure and durability that it seems to have. Um, uh, da, 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 uh, highlighting value and quality of the items. Um, it it definitely does. It, it's a sharp dagger. Um, and like quality wise looking over the material for how old this is based on the information from at this point now uh, the other three uh, it being centuries old it looks in good shape it has been cared for and taken care of um, and but nothing taken- seems out of spec for the object that it is right like it's not Oh, it does sharp not seem sharper. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and because I mean. and it is obsidian, so as long as you're not smacking against a rock, uh, yeah. it'll hold up. Yep. Um, yeah, death matter. Yeah. Yeah. So Theo will just say, "There's a lot of ghosts tied to this thing. They've murdered a lot of people. Death doesn't automatically not- create a ghost." Yeah, but just sort of... Traumatic ones can. On on average. Uh, And just for a note, um, compared to a normal knife, which does zero damage, this does have one damage on its uh, attribute, should anybody use it. So everyone's looking at the dagger and Lagba and says... Oh yes, could you read it? I'm sorry? The cloak. Hmm. Yes, I I did read it. Do you know what it means? I do. It means we should destroy it. Those symbols are all of the different exarchs. And I suspect that the one in the back is a further representation of them. Or the one that was on the back. 
I've scrutinized this mystery and I've witnessed the signature nimbus of they who created it. And when I did so, all I experienced was tyranny. So this is a tool of theirs. Sorry, go ahead. So where did he get it? Indeed. Who gave it to him? Or who did he take yeah. it from? Yeah. I, I actually, I, I think the, <laughs> the, the spirit on the table goes, or who did he steal it from? Like me. Hmm. I'm helpful. <laughs> like Was it Eshmara? Yeah. Oh. Mm. No, that thing's uh, that thing's new. Well, new relative to m- me. Like I, hmm. I met Salazar, and then later Salazar found the rope. But we work really well together. <laughs> once, many, once the rope showed up, man, did he use me a lot more. How many meals? Hmm. How many meals since the rope showed up? Oh, a few, many, 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 like many, many's, hundreds. They're doing like one a week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, many, many's. Yeah, three hundred is three hundred a number. And that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> we can return to the investigation of the the bloody dagger. Um, it's going to be the math on a postcognition to see if I can go back that far. Oh, yeah. Technically, yes. Because remember, you just picked the date. Um, and as long as... Oh, that's true, right? right you're, all I you're, don't have to... All you're dealing with is the temporal sympathy. So as long as the, it's the same thing and all you do is bump up the potency a little bit to go back to when it was this different item. So... You just got to, like, okay, generally when, and then fast forward. How many years? Give me this window and try to figure out who he got it from. Yep. Uh, but yeah, good, good stuff. Um, I just now oh, looked yeah. down and noticed what time it was. I was like, oh, hang on. We got to pump the brakes. Otherwise, we might be here for a bit. <laughs> yes. 300. It's definitely a number. And uh, if you're doing one a week, 52 weeks, let's see. Hmm. Yeah. Six years. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Knife of ghost summoning. Could be. <laughs> I mean, technically. If, if you want to hang out with, uh, with a blood <laughs> exactly that. If you stab someone enough times, technically every knife has <laughs> death <laughs> five. <laughs> every knife can create ghosts. <laughs> All right. That's good stuff. Um, thank you all for joining us. Uh, greatly appreciate your company as we wander along this uh, this arcane path. And mentally, Theo is you know clearing a shelf. <laughs> and this is going to go right there. Yeah. You're not going to carry this around, but I have uses to. for it. Oh <laughs> um, uh, um, yes, thank you for joining us. If you want to join us on discord uh please do that's www.heatinto.space come hang out we love to see you uh it's always cool seeing new people come by hang out um tell us about what you're up to what you're playing what you're watching um we even have a video game channel if you want to talk about final fantasy 
14 with its free trial. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't even have those anymore, does they're it? They're reinstating that on the 25th. Okay. Coming back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If you thought we were nerds who just played mage, listen here. Um, yeah, I'm a perfectly normal person otherwise. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, come by Discord. Love to have you. It's a great place. Um, and then uh, if you want to come by, and, or not come by, if you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultistanonymous or staylucky.club. Uh, there's also merch uh, that you can buy if you want to rep us for some reason. Um, or if you buy books from DriveThruRPG, uh, you pay the same price and we get a little kickback uh, that basically goes back into me buying PDFs of uh, stuff to haunt and assault and... To uh, pretend that we're going to run at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Telling you what, I want to run my 40k game. Um, and we got Wicked Man the other day. Please, I want to be Harlequin. I know you do. And the the, the other day when we were going to do, well, when we were going to do Kids on Brooms, I was like, oh, this is a perfect time. And then we didn't do Wrath and Glory. And then it didn't happen. And then you were here. But then we were prepared for Kids on Brooms. Anyways. uh, um, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for putting up with our (laughs) shenanigans. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. See y'all later. Bye.